Don't ever, ever, never touch. Hey, you know what? Hey, hang up on him. Hang up the phone. That's my new thing. Just hang up. I know you're not on the phone. Just hang up. Hang up the phone. Stop. Hang up the phone. Just hang up. Hang up. Uh, I'll call uh, Tell people who you are. This is uh, my board guy. The board guy. Hey. Oh, man. Hey, shout out to Jay-Z for becoming, uh, I believe it was fifth or fourth uh, black billionaire in the United States. That is an amazing thing. Um, I was not a fan of Jay-Z. I am 100% okay with saying this. I didn't like him. I didn't care for his music. <clears throat> it um I was a Nas fan and you know, back then we took beefs a lot more serious and I wasn't a fan. It wasn't up until maybe I was like 25, 26, I actually I listened to Hove and I was like, "Oh, I get it. I get it. It all it clicked." Um it's not to say I didn't think he was a good rapper. I just I never understood the allure, but I get it. I get it. I think he's uh definitely defined what it means to be a successful rapper. He's the benchmark. There's a few, but I, I can definitely say I look at him and go, okay, he did a billion. I see. You know what I'm saying? Now I know where to go from here. Because as you see, you know, hip hop is fun. I'm working on new music right now, but we always got to do more things like take new ventures and get into new deals investments my companies my businesses the developing the the homes i want to build to help the community the classes i'm giving away to help the community i gotta do more um oh the introduction what's going on beautiful people my name is kasabian lavo welcome to kasabian lavo show um it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a fucking good one we have an issue with pop culture i start by saying this how many Netflix specials are we going to be subject to watch that they have Donald Trump bullshit rhetoric in them? Every fucking one. I can't even watch the Wanda Sykes one because her little preview on Netflix is her talking about Trump. Like, dog, I ain't seen Wanda Sykes in years. Why the fuck do I want to hear her talk about Trump? It's, it's just dumb. It's fucking dumb. They tell you. When you're an entertainer, you're supposed to be creative, right? You're supposed to be different. Okay, you may want to... Uh, you have an audience, so you have to play to your audience, but y'all can't all play the same fucking card. Like, are you funny? Because if you're funny, you can do other things. Um, are you a director? When directing a movie, you can do other things than slander the president. In entertainment... 
It's not entertaining anymore. Enter- what entertainment has turned into is is fucking a uh, political fucking just mud shithole that we're just stuck watching. Now, if anybody really remembers the story of, of the Central Park Five, you see, I was a baby when all that happened. But because of what happened during that time, first off, let, let me explain before I even get into the story. Right. And what I know of it and what happened. And, and yeah, the movie was great. I only have one problem with it. Uh, but the documentary was great. Ava Duval did a great job, except for the Trump rhetoric, which was fucking stupid. And I'll get to it. But this is the issue I have in my life when I meet other conservatives and just other people that actually come from money or don't really understand what happens in the inner city. And it's a problem. Uh, Richard Pryor in the seventies did his stand up, and he talked about the police beating up minorities. You know, he has the whole bit about him in the newspapers. Honey, look, they're beating up Negroes like hotcakes on the other side. And, and yeah, that's a fact. I got, I've been beat up by the police multiple times. Not the, not the best. It sucks. You can't do shit. These guys are really fucking tall. I'm short. You know, all types of shit on. You can't push them or anything. They're just fucking you up. And you're just fucking sitting there getting fucked up. And people go, no. Oh, how dare you? The police never do that. That's the fucking problem I'm talking about. I had white friends in high school. There's a reason why I don't believe in this white privilege. I get it. I see what you mean. I think it's just the consequence of, of, of society because there's more white people than anything else. So they, they stick together as us minorities do as well. So I don't see uh, white, whatever the fuck, privilege. I, just don't, I don't care. I don't see it. I don't give a shit. But uh, when I met my white friends, because I grew up in the hood with, with hillbillies. Those are my hillbillies. Them white boys was crazy as fuck, broke as shit, eating ramen noodles and Salisbury steaks. I love fucking Salisbury steaks, too. I fucking eat the shit out of a Salisbury steak. We got to pop the, the the goddamn mashed potatoes, and you got to stir your corn and add a little bit of salt because they put no salt in the fucking corn. Oh, my God, that bitch cooked for like seven minutes. You Man, eat the fuck out that Salisbury steak. Man, I am not too proud to go back to that shit, boy. Give me some fucking Spam, some eggs and white rice, bitch. I'm in the game. I eat. You are you fucking kidding me? That's a meal, bruh. How many jail homies I met that taught me about spreads and not jail homies, prison homies that put me onto the spread and how they work it. Man, motherfucking culinary geniuses. Anyway, I digress. But I did grow up with poor white people. And I've I've worked several jobs with poor white people. Shitty fucking draw. Just just dumb fucking luck shit happens, right? Uh, the same way rich people are born, poor people are born. It happens. So I, that's another reason why the whole idea of this country all of a sudden has turned super racist blows me away. Because I have uh, Asian neighbors. I have Hondur- Honduran neighbors. I have neighbors from Czechoslovakia. I have Russian neighbors. I have Mexican neighbors. I have white Caucasian American neighbors. I have some black neighbors from Africa. From Africa. They're, and they're fucking awesome people. They're from Johannesburg. Fucking awesome people. Like the dude. And he's a fucking computer genius. Like he's developed like four apps. I don't know why the fuck he lives in this neighborhood. We got money. But shit you develop four apps. You should be living in like some shit that floats. 
my neighborhood's super diverse. So all this racist shit to me is just so fucking pathetic and just a fucking talking point by a bunch of fucking Muppet morons that love to start shit. But anyway, back to my point. I grew up with poor white people. When I made it to high school, I went to a vocational school where I got to meet wealthy upper class white folks. What a fucking shock because it's just like the movies. These fucking pricks were driving around in cars. They didn't have to spend no fucking money because their parents always gave them money. I'm over here selling dope, driving my fucking cutlass. That thing was falling the fuck apart. And this fucking cunt asshole. Sorry, I don't mean to cuss so much. I was really, really fucking pissed off. But there was these fucking kids that honestly didn't earn shit in life. But they drove brand new cars, had all types of shit, had the first cell phones. Like, y'all don't know what it was like when you had to get a cell phone. You had to pay five cents per text. I had a $500 fucking phone bill because I was texting. It's beyond me, beyond me. But these kids would come to school with their nice shit and, you know, they white boy clothes and shit. That's what I called it, it was white boy clothes. I was coming to school. My first day of high school, I was wearing a FUBU 05 shirt because I was like, bet, we graduate in 05, whoa, coming with some FUBU, Sean John jeans. And I think I had, if it wasn't some red Tims, it was the all white Tims. And if it wasn't that, it was some Adidas. But either way, I come to school with my quadruple 4X jersey shirt from FUBU, my big 40-inch baggy-ass jeans and two black eyes with a shaved head, and I look like I just came out the pen. And I meet these cool-ass white kids that fuck with cars. I fuck with cars. We develop the friendship. We are still good friends. Family, in fact. I love these guys. Believe it or not, I'm actually more family with the ones that came from working class families. So let me take that back. Because the ones that were spoiled fucking brats, I can't be around. But I met some real ass motherfuckers and I don't care if they white, black, green, or yellow. Those are my boys. And we all struggled the same. But I do understand what it's like to know the rich and tight, excuse me, the rich and tight little fucking kid, right? When being with these white people when I was in high school... Although they weren't the richest, they definitely weren't poor. Working class family, good people. These are the type of people that if you told them that the police were beating people up, they wouldn't believe you. They're like, man, what are you talking about? That's crazy. Literally, I'll tell them stories and like, man, get the fuck out of here. That's not real, man. Stop. Okay. Don't believe me. As they started to come around and hang out with us, mind you, when you came to the hood, you know, everybody gets intrigued by it because it's terrifying. It's a dark, dingy neighborhood. Motherfuckers outside smoking weed, different drugs. You see crazy-ass shit, gunshots popping off, people fighting. It's exciting. So when you bring kids that hear about this and are only told that this is the bad part of town and they're finally allowed in the bad part of town because they fucking with some crazy motherfuckers in that bad part of town and we start walking them streets and things start to happen. We start getting harassed by the police. Because now the police think, well, who are these clean-ass white boys hanging out with these ghetto motherfuckers? Because we know who these motherfuckers are. They had lists on us. Who are these white boys with these nice-ass cars? I'm not saying white boy in a negative way either, so don't take it that way. Like, when I say white boy, that's a term of endearment. I used to call my daughter white girl. She's pasty pale. Beautiful Puerto Rican daughter of mine, pasty pale, just like my mama. My mama look white as shit. My mom is blind with blue eyes. 4'9", and looks like a, a fucking white lady. Straight white. You wouldn't even know she's Hispanic. So, uh, when I say white boy, trust me, term of endearment. 
My cousin Mark, another one, motherfucker, like 6'9", 350 pounds. It was like a fucking silverback gorilla with red hair. Just a big-ass Irish gorilla, but the motherfucker ain't even Irish. He's just all Puerto Rican. He came out a little bit early, and his hair came out a different color. Big old fucking mutated gorilla motherfucker, man. Big as shit. Whiter than a bitch, though. Love my boy Mark. That's my baby. All six nine of that motherfucker, man. Big as shit. And my big ass cousin TJ. Big old motherfucking silverback too. God damn. TJ like he came right the fuck out the jungle. Like what? Big. If you see me, I'm moving my shoulders right now. Cause I'm fucking acting like my cousin TJ. Big for no fucking reason, cause they both nice as shit. Sweethearts, man. I fucking love them kids, man. Them kids try to get jumped. Some some fucking assholes tried to jump them one time and I stood up and I went over there. This motherfucker stuck me up with a knife. That's a whole nother day for a different story. But still, my little baby cousins go out with me. They bigger than me, and I got to protect them. My uncle going to fucking kill me if somebody hurts them. So I'm over here about to get into it with this piece of shit that's trying to hurt my little babies. But I'm losing my mind. Oh, man. Anyway, look. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That was so fucking rude. I clapped right in the microphone. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Um... As my friends hung out with me and uh, as my new high school friends hung out with me and my street friends and they got to see the things that happened to us as far as harassment from the police, as far as the violence in our neighborhoods, they grew to understand it. They 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 saw things differently. So the levels of respect change when you go, damn, I understand what you're going through now because I've seen it firsthand. Now it's, hey man, I got beat up by the police. Man, that's crazy. That never happens. The police never do that, bro. Like, why are you saying that? The police come to my house and I'm like, you gotta leave. My mom's not home and I'm not gonna talk to you. Goodbye. Have a good evening, officer. I'm like, dog, the police come to my house. They tell my grandma to shut the fuck up. Put your hands on the fucking car. Don't fucking move, you piece of shit wet back. I'm gonna fuck you up. That's before cameras and microphones, and they usually turned off their dash cams when they did that type of shit. Whose car are you touching? It's my car. I'm making sure it's locked so nobody robs me. Put your fucking hands up. I ain't gonna push it. Beep, pop, boop, beep, beep. I put my hands up. Fuck me up. I had to put my hands up. Fuck me up. Then he said sorry and drove off. I don't know his name. That happened more than one time. I was harassed by the police multiple times in front of my home. In front of my home. One night, we're outside hanging out in front of my house, me and a couple of friends, about five, six cars out front, really nice cars. I, at the time, had a fucking nice car. My boys had a nice car. Cops start harassing us. What are y'all doing? Where do y'all make money from? As a matter of fact, I think we had just graduated high school and we was all in construction. So we was all, we was pretty well off. And I, at that point, I already had money. I had like four cars in the back already. Um, They come harassing us. And, uh... You know, after four years of being friends, five, six years, they knew the routine. And it, it, it you know, it brings back memories to think that that these, uh, you know, yuppie, two-family home white kids understand how to talk to the police because they've seen how the police treat us. And then I was able to see how the police treat them on their side, too, because when I was hanging out with them, there was issues that we came across. The fucking, <coughs> the fucking cops in their part of town knew their fucking names. Stop starting shit, Jason. I see you over there, Ryan. Like they and like it was more of a like a stern like scolding than a get over here, you little piece of shit, and I'm gonna fuck you up. So 
when I see Central Park Five, like with the 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 movie, uh, when they see us or whatever it was called, I'm sorry, I just I, it, it's it's a blur. I don't even care. You know what I'm talking about? The Central Park Five was about the five kids that got locked up, wrongfully accused, went to jail, and then were released, and um, we found out why. There are many, many people that will not believe that the police do this type of shit to other people. They really. Hold on. My bad, y'all. I'm texting. It's food. Uh, I'm done fasting for the day, and I got to stuff my fat face because that's just how it works. Boy, oh boy. Let's see the food. Let's see the food. Let's see the food. Let's see the food. Dun, 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 dun. Food. Dun, 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 dun. Food. All right. <clears throat> um, there really are people that do not think the police can do wrong. These are the same people that don't think the FBI will do some crooked shit like spy on our president. The same people who just wholeheartedly believe the CIA. There's no way they can do something bad. That's no, no, there's no way. They're the CIA. They have integrity. They're the FBI. Well, listen, I grew up getting beat up by the people that's supposed to fucking protect and serve me. So I'm a little goddamn fucking just, just a little bit reserved. They got to prove that shit to me. Okay. Now, growing up in a bad neighborhood, you're hypersensitive to things. You're paranoid. You move different. You're very aware of your environment. You fear the police. You get nervous. You tense up. I'm 32 years old. I'm driving a half million dollar vehicle. I'm wearing a hoodie. My wife is wearing a hoodie. I had my hoodie on because it was raining. I get pulled over. First off, when I saw the cop, I got tense because I always do. I'm just almost fucking predisposed to just get tense. Get it just it, it drives my anxiety through the roof. I get tense. I know I didn't do anything. I have nothing to worry about, but I get nervous. Thirty two. I've lived. I'm, I'm almost to the point where I've lived in and I've had a better life. I've had a longer, better life than I had a bad life. I'm finally getting to that point where my life has been better than it's been bad. I think that one makes more sense. And I was able to leave the hood and live in a better neighborhood. But anyway, driving through a good neighborhood, I see a cop, I tense up. I get pulled over. Not a big deal. He's just curious as to why this really nice car is driving through this neighborhood <clears throat> with a, a guy with a hoodie on. And that's fine. I understand. Here's my paperwork. Hey, man, have a good day. Good dude. Saw that I was nervous. And I told him. I was like, I don't even know I'm nervous. I ain't do shit. He was like, no, you, you didn't. I'm just pulling you over. Um... You were going a bit fast back there. It's raining. I just want to check, make sure everything's good. I was like, all right, cool. No problem, man. Thank you. Real good guy. And I've had other situations in other cars where guns were drawn in my face from the police. You can ask my friend James. Probably one of, first off, one of my best friends. We was harassed the same by the police. So we really know that we cannot trust the police. We know that. Like, we firsthand know that. 
Mind you, I grew up being told, don't trust the police. Everyone around me said, fuck the police. You can't trust them. We don't say fuck the police just because. You see, that's the problem. People think that when we say fuck the police, it's just because. It's never just because. One of my best friends from high school, again, is a police officer. His video just went viral of him playing basketball with some kids and he dunked on them. The fucking ironic, really funny shit is that that's Brandon. Brandon would grab the ball and dunk on some fucking kid and, like, really pack his ass out just because that's Brandon. So it's fucking awesome to see that Brandon hasn't changed. I fucking love him for that. There really are good police and bad police. I do believe that there's a prejudice. There is... Um, hypersensitivity within the police department themselves. I get it. I get it. I mean, you guys come into our neighborhoods where we're going through shit. There's drug dealing. There's violence. And you guys got to literally go ahead. Like, you have to go towards the bullets. That's why I want police reform for the better. It's for everybody. Not just the, not just for, you know, to, to come down on the police. No, not at all. But you're public servants. So you're supposed to provide a service and help the public. You're keepers of the peace. You're not bullies. But nine times out of ten in a bad neighborhood, bullying occurs, such as what happened with the Central Park Five. They literally picked up five kids for something that happened that had nothing to do with them. They just got a bunch of fucking kids, made up some names, and took them in. At that time, what wasn't shown in this documentary is that there had been a bunch of crime activity happening in Central Park. People were getting hit over the head with bricks. There was some dude running around with an AIDS needle, poking people. Uh, women were being raped. Joggers would jog and they would get raped. <clears throat> some were getting killed. All type of shit was happening in Central Park. They literally wanted to just put anybody under the fucking jail to seem like they were doing their fucking job. Because when crime gets out of hand and the police don't do something about it, we're outraged. That's your job. Protect us. So they get these five kids, blame them for something they didn't do with no evidence. They mentioned Donald Trump putting an ad in the newspaper to hang one of the kids, to give him the death penalty for what he had done. Everybody's outraged in 2019 because of this statement. Donald Trump lived in front of Central Park. So when he read the news every day that somebody was raped or killed in the park, As every other citizen that read that, he would be a little outraged. And when they finally catch somebody, of course, he went full retard. And that's what he did. Was he right for doing it? No. But he was led by under the impression that those kids committed that crime because that what was being published. That's what the fucking documentary didn't say. Donald Trump wasn't the product of. Uh, hatred towards these kids because they were black and Puerto Rican. No, the news was reporting that these five savage ass kids beat the shit out of this lady. She fucking survived. They raped her and they fucking cracked her head open. And she survived. And they caught the kids that have been doing it and did all the crimes, right? Because these are the boogie monsters, right? These kids were there. This is it. You see, then the police start making up charges and trying to book them. And they got away with locking them up. That happens all the time in the hood. The police will harass you to find something. They want something just to make it seem like they're really killing crime, but they're not. Those are fucking pieces of shit. Donald Trump has nothing to do with the Central Park Five. At the time, he was very vocal. 
If you know anything about Donald Trump in that time period, he was a media darling. So what he said went. The shit that he did when he made New York City look bad, when he had to build the ice rink, or how he was running towers left and right, people were getting sick because the kid from Queens was taking over. And I find it disgusting that they even put that in there because I could tell you this, when the shit was happening, wasn't nobody talking about Donald Trump. We didn't give a fuck about Donald Trump. Shut up. Motherfuckers are still writing Donald Trump in their rap. Shut up. Shut up. You look stupid. You have people outraged at Donald Trump for an ad. You give no context. You gave the bare minimum. And what? We're supposed to just, uh, you know, now go into rage and then, oh, fuck Donald Trump. For what? Give him context. Because now if you understand, if somebody told you, yo, we finally found the fucking guys that have been committing all these crimes, wouldn't you say the same thing? Man, hang them motherfuckers, man. Them badass motherfuckers need to go to jail forever. Raping and killing women? Put them motherfuckers under the jail. So what, you're going to take that statement and now I, I hate black and Puerto Rican kids? See how stupid that sounds? And the same thing the police did to them boys, the FBI, the CIA, Hillary Clinton, Obama, and Joe Biden tried to do and they're trying to do to Donald Trump with help from the media right now. The same thing those police officers did to those five boys is what all them motherfuckers are trying to do to Donald Trump. Now tell me if I have trust issues. <clears throat> I find it sad and pathetic. Every single thing that comes out in entertainment is to shit on Donald Trump. They have no talent. Why didn't you give any context or backstory as to why Donald Trump said that? Because it will ruin your storyline. Because what nobody going, huh, man, I can't believe this down the third. And that Donald Trump, what no, but shut the fuck up. It sounds like you plugged it in, too. Like, that sounds like a goddamn just, hey, let's throw that in there to make it sound saucy. Shut up. Shut up. It's getting old. You guys think that people really hate Donald Trump? That's how I know you don't know what the fuck is going on. Motherfuckers are working. They ain't got time for protests. They ain't got time for this shit. You look stupid. Be creative and give all the facts. How about you add another episode that shows what the media was saying? Because Donald Trump at that time and point in his life was just a businessman. So his opinion really didn't mean shit. That man wasn't going to run for politics then. He was a businessman. Who gives a fuck what he said? How about you dig up what everyone said? And again, what led to the comment? How did he get to that comment? Give context. That's the whole thing that we live in a time period now, too, where they like to show you just that bad part instead of showing you the whole thing. Give me the whole thing. Don't give me that 10-second clip that's going to make me go, oh, give me all of it. How do we get to this part? Because people are so fucking stupid that that's what they believe. And don't go Googling it because Google ain't going to tell you shit right. Google's already fucking pushed so far goddamn left, you'll never find what really happened. It, I, I looked just because I was curious And I'm going to tell you right now That shit is pathetic what they're doing Pathetic There's no way That you can Google anything from that time period right now Without them just talking about the movie Because they're not even talking about the fucking time period They're talking about the movie And of course all this shit came out in 2015, 2016 When he started the run And they spun it they don't give you the backstory. And most people that talk to me say the same thing. Oh, well, I didn't even look at it that way. 
Because you didn't have the information, and that's what I'm here for. Don't Google it. And if you do, you got to dig deep, deep as shit. Go find a newspaper and try to read it. What you need to understand is that you can make anything look bad. This is how you say it. It's how you deliver it. And if you give me a clip of the worst part without giving context, well, shit, you it's a one-sided battle. And, you know, again, the time of information, and we're getting fucked because the people that are giving us information won't give us all the information. Because the involvement with Donald Trump and that whole situation was nothing but an ad that he put in the newspaper. And if you knew what was going on with Donald Trump at that time, he was taking out ads left and right, trying to become the talk of the town. And it worked. Now, was that ad right? No. But was it wrong? No, he didn't know. We did not have this information. Not everybody knew what really happened. You can't take this shit out on somebody that doesn't know the information. And when he finally finds out, well, that's a whole different story. Now we can talk about his character. We, we find out. And if, he is, if he's given all the proper information and he's able to, to correct himself, well, then what's your issue? You guys got to stop this shit where people can't. Uh, make a mistake and it wasn't a mistake he's being led to believe this so this is what he said the same way you guys are being led to believe that he's racist he's a bigot he's a homophobe xenophobe blah 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 phobe you guys are like fucking sheep it's embarrassing it's fucking embarrassing have some cooth be a free thinker you can follow but be a leader there's nothing wrong with following but damn ask questions I'm going to leave you with that. Live in the moment. Slavo. Wah.